This is exclusive coverage of CPAC 2023 from Washington, D.C. Brought to you by the Spirit of Virginia. Spiritofvirginia.org. On Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Now, from National Harbor, it's Joe Thomas in the morning. Here at CPAC on Radio Row, and again, thanks to our friends at the Spirit of Virginia, spiritofvirginia.org, the spirit of guys like uh, George Mason. You may have heard of him. He wrote a little bit about liberty and protecting it and using the government to protect it. And uh, one of the folks who has been a battler for this as long as I've been coming to CPAC and even longer than that, uh, he is uh, one of the great legal minds out there and, and how the law is supposed to defend our liberty. He is Horace Cooper from Project 21 and the National Center for Public Policy Research. Horace, it's so good to catch up with you again in person. How are you doing? Good morning. It's great uh, to be here on your program, and there is just a real buzz going on around here. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's like presidents are coming here. <laughs> it, you know, I remember in, in, I guess it was 2016, when all of the presidential candidates had days in here. And it was just so hard to get in because of the security. They hadn't figured out, you know, security. So every morning we were all queued up at 4 o'clock in the morning waiting for the Secret Service to wand us through. And I'm glad they figured that part out because they've got a lot of neat folks uh, who are on, on the uh, ducat for us uh, here. But when, when we look at where we are and how the government, and I've been watching these hearings on the weaponization of our government against us, And I think back to, as they talk about the FBI and and what they're doing in our social media platforms, I'm like, hold on a second here. This isn't new. J. Edgar Hoover had a dossier on Martin Luther King uh, and Elvis Presley and anyone else that he felt like was going to be trouble so that he could have uh, something to weaponize against them. so it's not new. When are we going to stop doing this to ourselves and, and using our government to just be vindictive and, and engage in vendetta? So, you know, if you wanted private security for your home to protect something valuable, maybe just your family, you hire people or you set up electronic systems to do it. If you found out that the electronic systems were monitoring you and sending the information away, or the private people you hired were actually keeping a dossier on you, you're left in a quandary. I am a supporter of a national federal law enforcement agency because America is the biggest, greatest crown jewel on the planet. I am not a fan of that federal law enforcement agency operating its own agenda and manipulating uh, its authorities uh, to pursue whatever goals it has rather than that. One of the things that we've seen now, and this is what J. Edgar Hoover did, put at risk the concept of a national law enforcement organization. Now, we got several reforms Mm -hmm. in the wake of Uh, J. Edgar Hoover, and the question is, what are the new reforms we're going to have? Because simply trusting that everyone will honor and accept and protect our crown jewel, America, won't work. 
Well, you have, and, and we brought this up on occasion, you, you were part of the group and you, amicus, to uh, fighting Civil Rights Act violations in, in front of the Supreme Court. And the idea that just, oh, well, this happens, and, and if somebody tramples on your liberty, take it to court, and eventually, you know, uh, fair and speedy trial, right? Uh, you know, our access to due process is so limited these days as well. And then if you have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to defend yourself, uh, good good luck, you know, finding enough money to fit, to pay those right. attorneys that will be successful in it. Uh, so I, I, I feel like that's sort of that, oh, well, you can take it to court if you feel like you've been wronged, is, is, is almost making the left's argument that the system is broken. Well... I will tell you this, self-help is what people did prior to the rule of law being put in place, whether mm -hmm. it was put in place by the king, whether it was put in place by uh, a, a uh, despot, or in America, if you didn't have a rule of law, people engaged in self-help. One of the dangers of how the FBI has been operating is, and even our local law enforcement, has been people may decide, you know what? My car got stolen, my house got broken into, my children was my child was assaulted. I'm not calling anybody. I'm gonna do it myself. That's the kind of mayhem that a rogue law enforcement agency puts at risk. Mm -hmm. I think we are going to have to have reforms. We are going to need to have some kind of an oversight board. But I am very, very reticent about the idea of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You know, and, and we have in Charlottesville, we have a civilian police oversight board now, uh, and I've pushed back against it since its onset I'm, I, because my argument has always been that's what we voted for city councilors to be is, is that oversight board. So what are they doing? You know, and, and that's the problem. Is yeah, I feel you like could set up a select committee like they did with Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover, where Congress specifically kept. Now, we saw a hearing where the attorney general was asked questions on the Senate mm -hmm. side about what the FBI has been up to. My, my concern is our attorney general wasn't all that engaging, wasn't all that responsive. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to hide behind the, well, you know, we have ongoing investigations. Yep. You can tell us who made what decisions and how those came about. It's, it's, it is one of those dodges. It's, oh, well, we have an ongoing, we can't talk to you about it. And it always seems to be the dodge. You talk about where we're going with the vigilanteism and what, what's going to happen if we lose faith in our judicial system, which I think is a wildfire burning right now, Horace. Um, that just feeds into despotism because eventually when that faith collapses and anarchy ensues, then the strong man comes in. That's and exactly right. Authoritarianism, it's what Kristallnacht yeah. was all about. Yeah. The, the whole idea of the power of the strongest uh, instead of a rule of law puts us all at risk. You'd never know, but uh, here's a good guess. If we have a rule by the strongest, you're probably not going to be among those rulers. So a rule of law regime works for us all, and it's incumbent upon the attorney general, it's incumbent upon the FBI director, and every single agent to agree to operate in a fashion to retain that trust, not to eviscerate it. Horace Cooper, Project 21 National Center for Public Policy. You talked about reform. We need reform. What does it look like if Horace Cooper could write the reform documents, which 
God, I hope you would be the person to write it. What does Horace Cooper's reforms of the system look like? Because I know I'd go back to the Patriot Act, which I was afraid of the minute Tom Ridge was in my studio with me. He was just about to resign as governor of Pennsylvania. I was in Pennsylvania. He was a friend of mine. He came in. He, I said, Tom, how is any of this constitutional? He goes, oh, these FISA judges, they're going to be tough. They're going to be what, a 93% approval rate on FISA warrants. Um, do you go back to the Patriot Act and say, listen, best intention, we're not name-calling, not trying to make anyone look bad. Do we reform that? Because um, I think that gives a lot of the toolkit under the, the, the idea of un-American activities. Uh, so it's kind of the same McCarthyism, uh, the same thing Jefferson was fighting in the Alien and Sedition Acts when he ran against Adams. Um, wh what does your reform look like? Well, first, I want uh, a law passed where uh, the D Department of Justice must give the American people the evidence for a big lie that they've been telling that white men are the biggest domestic threat to these United States. That's a lie. There is no evidence to support that, so I want them to do produce this evidence or admit that it's a lie. Okay. Secondly, there needs to be something like a key tam rule where you or I am able to go into court as an individual and ask for an investigation into the action of our national law enforcement. Thirdly, I think we need a standing committee, a subcommittee in Congress where they are constantly operating and overseeing. The process isn't so much what the Department of Justice and our FBI is doing. It is the fact that the structure is set up in a way so it's opaque and no one knows what's going on. I have to ask this because it's, an, it's a working opinion of mine. Uh, and it's based on the fact that we have three times as many Americans as we had. And it's actually more than three times as many Americans as we had 100 years ago. And I'll let you go on this thought. We don't have as many representatives as we should. We, we haven't grown our number of representatives. But we also really haven't grown the number of courtrooms where we're supposed to get our due process. Do we need more courtrooms, more judges, so that somebody isn't held in jail for six months, which kind of was the premise behind the Fifth Amendment, you know, that we could just arrest you, throw you in jail, and you languish there until you rot? That's not the explanation for what's happened to the J6 committee uh, people, the J6 arrestees. That's an abuse of process. I understand. But, but we are well short on courtrooms. We actually need to probably triple the number of courtrooms for the regular process to be able to occur. Uh, Horace Cooper, thank you so much. And not just because you agreed with me. Have a blessed morning. All right, thank you.